Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Lucius Allen, McCoy McLemore, Joey Devine, Marv Winkler, Bill Zoff, Sean Keen, Bob Boozer, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Special Patreons, Daniel, thank you, Daniel, Forrest Walker, thank you, Forrest, Graham S., thank you, Graham S., musical guest, Justin Bieber, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me. Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and I'm sorry, I'm just surprised we got Justin Bieber. Usually it's a much uh, more obscure musical guest, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, that one fucking killed me. Um, he's, he's a fan of the pod. That voice you're hearing is, of course, permanent co-host, my best friend, comedian, Writer, uh, uh, friends of children everywhere. Sean Keen, Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I have been befriending more children as we speak. Also, I'm pretty sure that um, actually, um, Haley Bieber is a uh, is actually a uh, listener, and oh, Bieber likes to listen in the car. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Well, Stephen Baldwin's a fan, and so Haley heard it. You know what I mean? Look, so, when are we going to get Halsey on the pod? <laughs> you know, we're we're working on that. Guys, uh, tweet at Halsey. Not her regular account. No, the basketball Give account. her some bribery. Halsey, Halsey and underscore one. and yeah. one. 
look, we want Halsey. We want Daryl Morey. Uh-huh. That's pretty much it, right? That's our dream guest well, list. Well, I mean, look, if they if they were on together and they collaborated <laughs> on a musical, that would be really good. <laughs> uh, I, it, as you know, you're a big Halsey fan, right? You saw her ever since you saw her open for Imagine Dragons. Uh, no, but I do weirdly <laughs> have a Halsey factoid. Oh, please. Um, so... The, one of the weirder jobs I've had of the many weird jobs I've had since I moved to Los Angeles is I worked three days in a pop-up store for the uh, K-pop uh, boy band extraordinaire uh, BTS. Uh, you know, the biggest band in the world, Sean. Yes, BTS. yes. Um, uh, draft Dodgers, right? No, they. I think don't they have to break up to go the to the military? I think. I think that's I think the idea. I think. In, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know though because my. I mean, the thing I love about that is, um, Chan Ho Park basically, arguably, maybe wrecked his ba- his actual baseball career, uh, because South Korea promised him if Korea won the Asian Games in baseball. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to serve in the military. <laughs> so he really threw like all these innings in February. And then he had a big contract with the Rangers and uh, he kind of sucked. But yeah, I uh, heard that they new, were supposed to break law. up to go to the military. But I also heard that BTS actually uh, equates to like 7% of the South Korean economy or something no, no, like it's, that. It's gigantic. And they're, <laughs> they're passing a law. That basically exempts them, but also um, they're all taking, they're all studying in NBA programs right now. <laughs> so they're delaying their military duty. So uh, uh, Jinmin and V are actually uh, doing it at a cyber university, studying mm-hmm. advertising and media Good management. Good for Jimin. Uh, my favorite, uh, but member. also Jin, RM, Suga, and J Hope mm-hmm. actually have been enrolled in the program since March. Sean, do you know what RM stands for? I learned this I while think. working at the BTS store. <laughs> yes, uh, rap monster, because he's the one who raps. Um, oh, oh, that's great. Um, well, anyway, BTS yeah, is very- too young for grad yeah, school. Yeah. He's still an undergrad. <laughs> anyway, BTS very cool. Uh, I mean, I don't particularly. Their music only did a little bit for me, but uh, the backstories they have, very interesting, very cool. Loved meeting all their fans. Love learning about new music. You know that about me. Um, You love it. But they had a uh, duet with Halsey. And, you know, I was standing there for two straight days. Oh, yeah. uh, Or three days. It was three days. Three straight days when they were playing, like, the eight videos back to back to back constantly on a loop. And uh, one of their fans told me that the video they were playing, actually, you can't find it anymore because it had too much Halsey in it and their fans got mad. That's so (laughs) funny. The BTS fans were like, no, no Halsey, more Jimin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they want the rap. They want the rap monster. Yeah, of course. RM. Um, uh, okay, <laughs> that was a weird way to start our basketball podcast. <laughs> I know it was fine. It was fine. Uh, uh, a funny thing about Jimin. No, I think it's Jimin. I forget. I think it's Jimin. So there's a video where Jimin 
uh, is constantly surrounded by Snickers bars. Like, he's laying and, like, crying in a big pile of Snickers bars. And I asked one of their fans, like, what, what's with the Snickers bars? And they were like, oh, that's because Jimin's backstory is when he was a, a young child. His mom took him to the fair and handed him a Snickers bar and a, then abandoned him. Jesus. They all have they all have crazy like fictional backstories. Oh, that's like right. That. They're they're and and they're they're like not fun really. No, right? they're all pretty depressing. The only <laughs> time they have fun is when they're with each other. They they found each other, and that's when the fun started. Uh, also, one of them is a time traveler. I forget which one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, alright, uh, we can save that for our BTS pod, um, which would be much more popular than this one, let's be honest. We might be pivoting, guys. Uh, (laughs) Um, I also think that we would be cancelled immediately. Oh yeah, they'd be like, like episode two. (laughs) They're like, that's wildly inappropriate, and we're like, we don't really understand, but fair. Um, business up top. Twitter, Round Rock Pod, roundrockpod at gmail.com. Call us on the phone in the description of the episode. Um, Patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Uh, round ball, wait, is it? It's roundballrock.net is our blog, edited by our friend Big Corbs. Um, am I forgetting anything? Five star reviews on iTunes. It's weird. Yep. You, only get, you guys know the bit now. Um, <laughs> um roundrockpod at gmail.com. Sean. Yeah. We got a bunch of voicemails. You want to listen to them? Oh, please. Alright, let's go to the phones. Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Alright Sean, our first voicemail is actually t-shirt related, so let's plug that store again. Hell yeah. Uh, you can buy all round ball rock merch. You know, it's weird saying round ball rock after saying round rock pod so many times. Yeah, it's weird. It's, <laughs> uh, you can buy do all we our... have branding issues? Maybe. <laughs> you can buy all our round ball rock merch uh, at T Public on the link in the description. And our friend Mike has a t shirt question. So let's hear his call. Hey, Sean and Joey. It's Mike Burchett. So let's say you ordered a T-shirt from your favorite podcast, and let's say when that T-shirt came in the mail and you opened it, 
it wasn't actually from the podcast and was actually uh, for a David Lynch t-shirt uh, that said, directed by David Lynch in the Twin Peaks font. Which brings me to my question. If Rumble Rock was directed by a more art house director, who would that director be? And what would be the graphic representation on a t-shirt of that director directing Rumble Rock? Thanks, and I'll take my question off the air. All right, Sean. If Roundball Rock was directed by an art house director, who would it be? You know, uh, gosh. I mean, I I feel like our podcast is very silly. Mm-hmm. So for art house directors, it's like the person who seems to have like the silliest sensibility mm-hmm. is probably like, David Gordon Green. I mean, it's weird because I know you're a big fan of his. He is my favorite director. But I feel like all those movies always have like a real random, like a lot of like random detour shots. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, like in Pineapple Express, there's a lot of like random shots of kids on swings mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and like sometimes things get serious and can be very powerful, but often uh, it's very silly. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think, though, his first, his real art housey movies are maybe a little too heavy. God, that's um, right. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Like, George Washington is a very funny and very beautiful movie. It's one of my favorite movies. But, uh, you know, there's no dead children on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, there's, oh, um, God. <sighs> yeah, there's a couple of real, real bummers I, you in know, there. I think we are, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I think we, yeah, you know, I think we're Whit Stillman, dude. Oh, man, I could see, yeah. (laughs) We're verbose. Uh, uh, we we're kind funny. of have a limited, ca- uh, there's a limited cast. We're light. We work, <laughs> um, not on a very tight schedule. You never know uh-huh. when one's coming. It could be three weeks. Uh-huh. It could be three in a week. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think that, um, uh, the, our GM sex scene episode is our, uh, Metropolitan. That's our Like, it really kicked sure. us off, um, to the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, like, the, the output's not always consistent, but it's a loyal following. Yeah, for sure. Also, Greta Gerwig, big fans. Oh, um, that's true, yeah. Um, <laughs> Lady Bird go on round all. Yeah, Lady, we would definitely have Greta Gerwig on our pod if she wanted to come on. Um, God, talking about the Sacramento Kings, that would be a dream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what would the graphic representation of the shirt be? Oh, if it was if it was Whit Stillman? I mean, well, you picked David Gordon Green, I guess. Yeah, let me look at, let me look at... It would be like, well, I can, I'm, look, I'm familiar, I've watched every David Gordon Green movie, well, the uh-huh. the good early ones, five five times at least. I watch all the real girls at least once a year. It's my favorite movie. Um, I mean, would it be just like Danny McBride with a mullet dunking a basketball? I, no, <laughs> I think it's like literally like an empty hoop that like, uh, 
like an empty court that is like overgrown with wildlife, but also like a child dressed as Freddy Krueger is standing there for no reason. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the weirdest part in that movie. Yeah, in the movie Snow Angels. Snow yeah. Angels. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. When that woman is dressed as uh, inexplicably dressed as Freddy Krueger for but no also reason. <laughs> clearly intentionally dressed as Freddy Krueger. One hundred percent. I my favorite. My favorite image in that movie is, <laughs> for no reason, it is completely unexplained. <laughs> Nikki Cat is wearing a karate gi while folding laundry. <laughs> yeah. God, he is so good in that movie. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I think, I think like, rustic, maybe even snow-covered basketball court is excellent. Yeah. And... Either Danny McBride is dunking or Jake uh, Gyllenhaal is is doing a strengthening exercise <laughs> in the hoop. That movie is also secretly weird. The the, the It's very weird. <laughs> that movie's good. Is Real underrated. Called? Yeah, stronger. <laughs> Dude, like like if you get Jake Gyllenhaal into a movie and you don't pretend that he's like a regular lead actor, mm-hmm. you can get some real gold out of that weird weirdo. <laughs> That movie's very this strange. happens to be handsome and really ripped, but he is a super weirdo, dude. Stronger is really strange because on its face, it's like standard Oscar bait. Uh-huh. But it, then you watch it and you're like, this movie is very weird. There's a lot of strange. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Do you think they thought it was going to be Oscar bait? Because I don't think that. I think Jake I Gyllenhaal think- thought so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he might have. Because at yeah. the time in his career, it was like, yep, I'm due. I'm going to get my, this is my mud. You know what I mean? Because it was like. um, Well, he's made so many weird ones, too. Okay, but Wit Stillman's is- to me, <laughs> Wit Stillman's to me is easy. It's just Chris Eigerman on a t- uh, <laughs> wearing a tuxedo, sitting in a ballroom. Pushing a basketball on the ground like a cartoon <laughs> drawing. <laughs> I want to look at the Barcelona poster real quick. <laughs> the, all of his posters suck because they're, they're like they're all like, v- like very like New Yorker covers. Yeah, but they're also like kind of like the Barcelona one in particular is very like uh, VHS. Like, oh, there's going to be 800 copies of this on, on a wall of a, of every video store in America. No one's going to see this in the theater. This is one of this is one of the worst posters I've seen. <laughs> okay. it's, it's so. Yeah. Anyway, we got to um, talk yeah. real basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, the Raptors won tonight, Sean, in a game I'm mad I missed. I was working. I'm going to watch it the second I get off this podcast. Yeah. But it seemed like uh, one of the best games ever. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Two overtimes. Uh, and so we requested oh, yeah. our friends from the uh, basketball podcast, Katie Heindel and Sean Woodley, because we were not equipped to talk about it the way they are. Yeah, the game ruled. I did watch it live, uh, but at the same time, and and I want to just um, give the context to Katie Heindel's call, mm-hmm. which you you might be able to parse it, but 
this is what it was so. Uh, Katie is at a rust, a beautiful rustic cabin mm-hmm. right now, and also was uh, suffering terrible allergies. Yeah, and, I demanded and, she call us and was like, "I just took cold medicine." <laughs> yeah, so that makes it better. And all the and, texts back were misspelled. <laughs> Well, also, she she couldn't find any cold medicine at first, so she did at least one shot of whiskey mm-hmm. to uh, to uh, th- like clear the passages. And then uh, I want to I want to just she had a beautiful phrase that I'm just gonna read about how her sinuses felt. <laughs> so uh, hang on. The phrase she used to describe how she was feeling was uh, she sinuses still like waterlogged sponges. Yeah. And then she found allergy medicine anyway. Basketball sinuses. A very stressful Um, game, I would say, for fans (laughs) of either team. So here's what I'm going to do. Neither of them asked any questions. We just, I didn't feel equipped to cover it. The way our Canadian friends did. So here is our recap of uh, the Toronto Raptors game tonight. Uh, take it away, Katie and Sean afterwards. Guys, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> it feels like I've never, one, I can't breathe. I still am having an allergy attack, but I have an allergy attack for four hours cold medication i found kicked in uh it feels like being tightly wound just like a wire extremely taut so tight it could just like split through your skin and then the game is just over now they just won and i wasn't prepared for any outcome let alone that outcome i'm mostly surprised it's done i don't know what to do with myself i'm ecstatic but I'm also just like, can't sit down. I haven't sat down for an hour since the game ended, since before the game ended. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'll ever be the same again. I'm staring at a lake uh, in the dark. I might just go swim in it just to cool down. I love the Raptors. They're my whole heart. I wish Pascal Siakam could make a fucking layup, but whatever, I'll take what I can get. I don't know. Now I gotta live through, live through another game of this. I'm, I know I don't sound like it, but I'm so happy. <laughs> anyway, please, please check in with me again um, on Friday, uh, and I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, yeah, that, that just happened. Also, everyone loves this. I see Kevin Love's freaking out. John Moran's freaking out. I. Your, your friend Katie, she can't take this. I can't live through another game like that. But you know what? If I have to, I will. I'll take it. Kyle Lowry, you're everything. Okay, bye, guys. I love you. Hey, guys. It's uh, Sean Woodley, your pal from uh, basketball and Lockdown Raptors. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm doing well. I'm calling because Sean asked me to call in to talk about uh, whatever the hell that was. The double overtime Raptors win over the Celtics to push it to seven. Uh, my thoughts on the game, uh, as per Sean's request, are uh, Kyle Lowry fucking rules. He's the best. And I am curious 
to know if you guys think that he is more likely to be a Hall of Famer than LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, I know he's sort of the standard for you guys, so I just want to know where Kyle Lowry ranks compared to LaMarcus Aldridge in terms of uh, Hall, Hall, Hall of Fame, surefire bona fides. Um, I'm kind of rambling now because I'm in a bit of a fugue state after uh, that game. I've kind of not moved since it happened. My arm is, like, cramping up because I'm tense. Uh, anyway, love you guys. Kyle Lowry forever. He's the goddamn king. Norm Powell apparently rules, too. Uh, fuck Marcus Smart. Fuck Bill Simmons. Uh, fuck the Celtics and uh, all of Boston and Brad Stevens and his stupid white bread face. Uh, game seven is terrifying, but holy shit. One coming up. Kyle Lowry forever, baby. Bye, guys. Man, I love those guys. Listen to their podcast, uh, Basketball? Or mm-hmm. Katie's other podcast, Dishes and Dimes, or Sean's other podcast, Locked On Raptors. Um, uh, we'll be we'll be hosting trivia. Yeah, we'll be... and if you're an a basketball Patreon, yes. on September 14th they're doing a trivia night, and Sean and I are celebrity captains. Mm-hmm. Look, I really hope we're on the same team because uh, Sean is much better at trivia than I am. <laughs> Well, we used to we used to really wreck uh, at, at sports trivia in mm-hmm. North Beach. We we got a lot of uh, I think we free drinks and sandwiches. Brothers down. Um, yeah, I think we did. They canceled sports <laughs> trivia after like a week because after like a month because Sean and Joe Tobin and Kevin O'Shea and I kept winning all the free food. Yeah. <laughs> um, Having somebody that knows about hockey, oh boy, yeah. Uh, let's talk playoffs, baby. It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. We're gonna be championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. All right, Sean. Celtics Raptors going to Game Seven. Yeah, that 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 ruled. Um... I gotta, I gotta echo what our caller said. Kyle Lowry was so good mm-hmm. in that game. Like, uh, 12 of 20, 33 points, eight rebounds, six assists. He had two steals and it felt like he had 10 steals. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, played 53 minutes. Uh, all right. Yeah, I, have, I have three yeah. questions for you about the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. about this game. We kind of covered it via our Canadian friends. So, yeah. Would the Celtics, Sean, my question for you, would the Celtics going to the NBA Finals be the biggest disaster of 2020 so far? <laughs> uh, if they won, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, even going is top five. <laughs> uh, my next question is, who is relatively younger, Jason Tatum or child coach Brad Stevens? This is very important to know. Um, Brad Brad Stevens was dressed very slovenly during this game, and I honestly think it cost them the game. I think I don't think the refs respected him because he didn't have his shirt tucked in. And like when you're already kind of like a child man, you can't also dress like a sullen teenager and expect to get any calls. And I know the refs were kind of all over the place, but there's one person who's responsible for the lack of respect that the Celtics may or may not have gotten from uh, the referees. And that is Brett child coach, Brad Stevens. Yeah. And I think he seems relatively younger now to me. 
I know people made a huge deal about how young Jason Tatum is, and he's still he's like a like a like a six eight embryo. You know what I mean? Zygote. Mm-hmm. But I still I still think it's I think it's Brad Stevens now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say dressing differently. I think also hurt the Jazz. Because uh, those last two games, Quinn Snyder was going for, like, a real, like, uh, hot, hot guy look. Where he was, like, uh-huh. wearing, like, uh, like really skinny joggers and, like, tennis shoes with no socks. It was, like, a real, like, GQ summer look. You know, you just pulled everything oh, out of their summer issue. Yeah, like, he was really trying to impress a co-ed. And he's supposed to look... Like a cocaine demon, not yeah. Like that, he's supposed he to look like, like the a... after of the GQ man, not the before. <laughs> once he once he got uh, into that post game interview and started blinking like a maniac, yeah. that was incredible. But <laughs> yeah, he he wasn't coked up enough on like, the sidelines. People side were literally <laughs> tweeting like, "Is Quinn Snyder hot now?" <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's well, never good. I mean, it's. The, uh, Jay Billis will often talk about how incredibly hot Quinn Snyder was uh-huh. as a young man, but that is Jay Billis. But anyone and, looks hot next to Coach K. Uh, uh, yeah, like that's the that, thing. Like, like, a, like fucking, a literal blue devil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coach I, I, K looks play the right way. <laughs> Coach K literally looks like a cartoon of a vampire. <laughs> like he would call a timeout and go blue. Yeah, um, yeah, but like kind of a sad one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, like a vampire from a New Yorker cartoon <laughs> who's like, yeah. is there garlic on this? <laughs> and that's just yeah. the caption. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Sean, I think this next question we have in the rundown is more of a question for me than for you. Okay, uh, yes. This seems more in my line of expertise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So are you going to ask it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so here, here it is. Uh, Pascal Siakam, Spicy P, mm-hmm. 5 of 19, bricked a couple of bad shots at the end of the game. Uh, spicy P is struggling. Playoff P, Paul George, mm-hmm. is struggling. Streetball Paul, Paul Millsap, mm-hmm. is struggling. What is up with these P's, man? None of them. Th- see, this is less of a P problem for me <laughs> and more of a horrible nickname problem that I think <laughs> yeah. they all gave themselves. I believe they're all. I, I'm not right? sure about Spicy P. But Spicy P also seems like a nickname Pascal Siakam gave himself, right? Like, I don't. But either way, it's a bad nickname. Bad nickname, bad logo. His name is Pascal Siakam. He doesn't need a nickname. Paul George probably right. does need a nickname, but not yes, yes. Playoff B. <laughs> also not PG-13. And yeah, not... Look, a nick- Paul George needs a nickname Bill Simmons didn't give him. And Streetball uh. Paul, while maybe the funniest nickname in NBA history... <laughs> <laughs> is no one calls him that look if more people called him streetball paul i'd be okay with it yeah. but it's just us we're it's the only the ones who us. remember <laughs> that before an all-star <laughs> game he told i think it was da- it was one it was a ball don't lie guy right was it kelly i 
it it must have been. I just can't think of who it would be if it wasn't it Kelly. It might have been Dan Devine, but he told one of those oh, guys. Two, told, one of those two legends and princes of men. That he, uh, people needed to watch out because... Uh, he might not, people don't, might not think of him as a flashy player, but don't worry, Streetball Paul is coming out. <laughs> yeah, and he, he came out and scored like seven points. Uh, but I think it was less. Streak. I think it was four. <laughs> I think it was left. I think it was less, too. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Bucks. And while we're here, we should say goodbye to them, right? Oh, um, yeah, let's, let's. Wait, wait, who are we saying? Oh, these the, guys, yeah. The we'll Bucks. sing it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so the Bucks lost 4-1 to to the Heat, and it should have been a sweep. It absolutely should have. There was a very questionable uh, foul call on Dante DiVincenzo. I mean, yes, Dante it was on Dante D. A, White yeah, Dante, yeah. He, yeah. he drew some fouls at the end of regulation, and then they held on in overtime. But they... It was it, a charge. It, it was Yeah, normal, normally I don't. Charge really care that much about charges or blogs but also it just it really felt like the nba was like can can we just can we just get one more game guys yeah we need Giannis. to we need, yeah. we need we need like a little bit of we're losing a lot of money in this bubble um my question for you sean is this worse than a 1-8 loss because it was pretty embarrassing i think it was worse than a 1-8 loss because a couple of those 1-8 losses like like the Mavericks loss to the Warriors was shocking and like really disappointing, but I actually don't really think it was embarrassing. Also, that well, it sense. was no. Dirk had to go to the wilderness for two months. Dirk literally went and lived on a beach. He was so embarrassed. <laughs> that's tr- I mean, that's true, but but it's like I just I just like I, yeah, I mean, it was pretty embarrassing. It he's was pretty the, embarrassing. He, punched he the was wall. the first MVP to ever have to accept an MVP award, not oh. in front of fans. God, that was bad. And uh, they, so they changed it from at they <laughs> like now. That's why they give out the MVP when they do. God, wait, they haven't given it out yet, right? That's a good question. I don't. Remember. I don't. I don't. It's going to be honest. I'm pretty sure yeah, they announced it, it right? Uh, someone leaked it. It yeah. has not been officially announced. I mean, somebody just like counted the votes because people right. were public enough about him. But uh, yeah, no, he's going to have to accept that MVP award in like a backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I feel like it's less embarrassing. It, it's more embarrassing than the Spurs losing one eight. Not. I think it's. I think it might be worse. Like I feel like these yeah. this team had more. I More, don't like, think it's worse than the Nuggets beating the Sonics, though. That was probably the well. They were also <laughs> up two zero in that series. Yeah. Too. yeah. Um, <laughs> the craziest thing about the Nuggets team is they came back from two zero to beat the Sonics, and they came back from down three zero to force a game seven against Utah. Like, what a weird mm-hmm. team. Well, Dikembe uh, Matumbo fucking ruled. Yeah, and that's so that's, did Ma, uh, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. God, he was great. And Bison Deli, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though George Carl, never mind. We'll save that for the <laughs> anyway. George, fuck George Carl, just for the record. Yeah. So okay. everyone's thinking Giannis is going to demand a trade. Giannis came out today and said. Hopefully we can learn from this and get better as a team. Come back and hopefully build a culture in Milwaukee for many years 
that we can come out here and compete every single year for a championship. Now, Sean, though, question. Yeah. yeah. Should he demand a trade? I want to say something about that quote first. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've got something on the Roundball Rock blog uh, about it. Corbin A. Smith, the editor-in-chief, wrote about adverbs Mm -hmm. in, in these quotes, which, like, can be considered weakening your writing, but also hedge yourself. Giannis says hopefully twice mm-hmm. here. Each time he says hopefully, you can read that as maybe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully we could get better as a team. Hopefully we could come back and compete every year. Uh, now, in terms of should he demand a trade, I think the answer is only if he really has a specific place he wants to go because I mean, I think he needs to leave. I do. I mean, no disrespect to the great state of Wisconsin and the somewhat mediocre city of Milwaukee. Let's be honest. No, Milwaukee's uh, cool, dude. I like it's Milwaukee. Fu- it's kind of a kind of segregated. I, I just sure. think the people of, I just think that the state of Wisconsin over the last few years has essentially said that they don't deserve Giannis. Like, the cops are really bad. Someone in their city, like, cops injured one of his teammates. Like, the the legislature wouldn't even acknowledge. Like, Remember when they didn't seat him at that pizza parlor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sucked. Um, and also, I mean, I kind of feel the same way about, like, like Ohio, the state of Ohio and LeBron, like he won them a title and then the state trouble. I'm just saying the state (laughs) voted for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And I think once that happened, I think LeBron was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not long for this place. I asked them to do one thing in exchange for all the work I did (laughs) for the, the desolate uh, Northeast Ohio region. I, I gave them a title. I gave them hope. And they gave their electoral votes to Donald Trump. Um, So I kind of think he should because at first I was like, well, he should he should wait till they trade him. And it's like, there's no hit on this. Giannis doesn't really owe Milwaukee anything. They drafted him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Like he's, he's he's not even from America. I disagree. I don't think he should should demand a trade. Yeah. I think it would be fucking cool, because, look, here's the thing. Um, Everyone's leaving all the time, and it's impossible to tell who's on any team whatsoever. And it's been a long time since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was in Milwaukee. And you're not guaranteed to win a title, but... Uh If you're not going to win a title, I would rather be Dirk or Dame Lillard. I know Dirk won a title, but you know what I mean. Or Damian Lillard, where you're going to get a statue and everybody's going to love you forever. Uh, and your jersey gets retired immediately and you get a free job for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Like, you're going to... I just don't think... Unless... If he's going to demand a trade... The smart marketing move would actually to be pick the weirdest teams possible. Like, 
here are the five teams I want to go to. I want to go to Dallas. I want to go to Denver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just these, like, random... So it's not Golden State, New York, L.A. L.A., right, right, Like, right. it just doesn't... Tor- like, Toronto can be on that list, too. Like, it just... it. I think, based on... I think people discount what happens to these guys. Like, I think it takes someone special to not be kind of fucked up from just having negativity thrown at you for years and years. I mean, like, KD and Paul George are two completely Uh different people since, like, everyone has spent the last three years screaming at them for demanding trades from where they left or leaving where they left. Like I just I just don't think guys get that much shit anymore though. I mean KD did, but I don't think people are mad at Paul George for leaving Indiana. I think they were. <laughs> um but I don't I know. Mean, I, I, like I just don't know like plus to me I think it'd be cool if it was like to get back to a point where it's like that guy is in Milwaukee, that guy is here, that guy right. like Look, that's cool, but I i mean, the difference between Dirk Nowitzki and Dame Lillard and Giannis's situation is that Giannis's owners are cheap as True. hell. Yeah. They, they bought a, I mean, they're not cheap in general. They're cheap with the basketball team. They bought a casino instead of re-signing Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, they, they won't go into the luxury tax, and we saw that this team has giant holes. Yeah. Like, like instead of getting an athletic person and I just wouldn't, I wouldn't trust the bucks ownership. Basically. It's not really the city, even though I also think you shouldn't just have to live in Milwaukee forever because someone drafted you. Right. There oh, you for sure. Team. But, but at the same time, it's like you at least want an organization that really supports you. And I don't really get the sense that the bucks are like that. Like not only, they were still holding multiple police events where like cops got in free and there were special like law enforcement prayers after one of their players was beaten Mm -hmm. up by the Milwaukee police department. Like I just, I don't think that this team has his back the way that they need to. Yeah. I I mean, I think that's, that's it. It's not, it's not really the city. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Otherwise it, it would be really cool to win in Milwaukee. I like, I mean, it 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 does suck that players. I mean, it just in general, it kind of sucks that people want to go to. Like, it's it doesn't suck for the, the Lakers or Clippers, teams. and it's always like Los Angeles, which is. I mean, don't they? Don't you live there in the summer anyway? Is it that big a deal to live in L.A.? Like, I guess it would be. Preferable. Now, look. I mean, we've both those chosen are, to those live are in Los also, Angeles. So. Let's, uh, <laughs> we've yeah, both well, yeah. chosen to live in Los Angeles. Yeah, we so. abandon our home cities, too. So, whatever. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm in Northern California right now. And it today was an, an absolutely terrifying looking day everywhere. It looked it's, real. Yeah, it was, it was like the apocalypse. Um, but, I mean, I mean, at the same time, I... 
I don't know if it's such a bad idea to play one more year in Milwaukee and become an unrestricted free agent. Mm -hmm. The one thing I wouldn't do if I was him is sign the Supermax this summer. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that, and I also, I wouldn't demand a trade. I would say I'm going to leave unless you do something and see what happens. Yeah, because just all their acquisitions have been... Now, you you compared it to uh lebron in cleveland yeah. part one and that completely makes sense like this is absolutely th- i mean this team basically did add antoine jameson to a title contender at the trade deadline only his name is marvin williams now you know what i mean like it's it's very similar and like you know getting brooke lopez was good it just doesn't seem like they are all in on this team as much as they are all in on making a bunch of money. On but this I team. also think blaming the roster construction and the ownership is sort of letting uh coach Bud off the hook a little bit here. Um uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh hey um, coach Bud, uh your defense was great in the regular season, but uh dropping that guy every time wasn't working in the playoffs and you never changed it. Yeah. Well, and and you know when you have this system that you play all the time and then you acquire players for that system, you know, you, you're screwed if someone spots the holes in your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, it's just, it's, it's always weird to me when teams panic with a young player and start surrounding them with a bunch of guys that are like five to seven years older than mm-hmm. them. And it's fine to have a couple of those guys, but like, uh, right, because like uh, you want you, like look, Brooke Lopez, I, great. Yes, even George Hill, even great. Fine. George Hill's been but, great. Um, but Wes Matthews for for Malcolm Brogdon is a rough one. Mm-hmm. Um, not that even like and Malcolm you know Brogdon's what? the Wes, most Wes athletic. Matthews would have been a great pickup if they also kept Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, isn't Wes Matthews playing for like the minimum anyway? Yeah. He was actually really good this year. And, uh, look, Dante D, good draft pick. But, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I just, it was a bummer. I, think, I wanted yeah. them to, I wanted them to get swept, though, because, again, I wanted Max, I want maximum, uh, chaos, even though I'm saying Giannis should stay. Um, I feel like if Giannis stays, we actually get more chaos in the roster. Where if he yeah. goes, the roster just becomes a gross tire fire. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> do you think? Do you think it would have been less of a disaster if they weren't in the bubble? No, it would have been worse. Yeah, I now think, they have the bubble excuse. I think. I think Miami was a bad matchup for them, and then the coaching matchup made it a terrible matchup mm-hmm. for them. Um, also, not to take anything away from the Heat, um, Bam was. The best player. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jimmy Butler was Jimmy Butler. He was yeah. doing Jimmy Butler stuff. Uh, and, and Tyler just, Harrow, when the game is on the line, ice in his <laughs> fucking veins, baby. They play with, and somehow they've, somehow they've got Jake Crowder looking good again. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. Uh, Tyler Harrow, he's got BTS energy. Oh, I like it. What do you think his backstory would be? No, don't tell me yet. <laughs> um, so what do you think Milwaukee should do? I mean, honestly, 
they have they've got to get rid of Bledsoe. <laughs> and that's the, the hardest thing to get rid of. I was looking at their roster, they don't have a lot because like okay, their big contracts are Bledsoe and cuz there was that Chris Paul rumor, right? But it was like okay, they trade Bledsoe and Lopez for Chris Paul, but that doesn't even they still have to add ten million dollars. So it's like then you add Ursan and Ilsova. Uh-huh. And then it's like, why are the Thunder doing that? Right, exactly. Like like it's not a good match. Um They already have too many draft picks. Um Oh yeah, yo, the Thunder? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like and then you're gonna take Bucks ones because okay, so say it works out, then those draft picks are garbage. Then you're banking on okay, maybe Giannis leaves. But it's still like I don't know. Yeah, I mean they basically like I mean they have some picks to trade. They don't really owe any first round picks or anything. So they have some some ammunition. But it's also like, okay, if you're trading Brooke Lopez, are you getting a starter back? Like yeah, exactly, like to. like you still that doesn't like, give you a center. He was your third best player on the team. He was second team all defense. He was also fine in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> like it, and it's it was, like Eric Bledsoe's contract is terrible. So, and it's like okay, George Hill makes twelve million dollars or whatever, but it's like nine. I think it's nine. It's like, okay, you're giving up George Hill, but he was, what, their fifth best player? <laughs> like, right. And and Eric Bledsoe was signed for three more years and, like, $55 million more, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he makes, he makes like, 18 a year or something. Now, granted, one year of that is not guaranteed. Sure. So it is not quite as bad as it looks, but it's still getting... it's and, not like you know, you're saving He a is a good money. defensive player. No, you're giving him... You owe him $35 million. Uh, sorry, you owe him $39 million. And then his, uh, yeah, his, his 2022 contract is, is, is un. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, it's not great. It's not, it's not that bad. Like he's, you know, if you were like the right team. It's not like he's horribly. No, he's like. Paid, a, but he's he's just not cheap. He's yeah, but and it's like, but he also it doesn't feel like he has like he's not going to be the centerpiece of a value guy get you get back either. Like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like it's and he's like, well, he's twenty nine this year, mm-hmm. so it's weird because he really is legitimately pretty good defensively, but he just disappears in the it's three years in a row where he cannot really do anything offensively. In the and playoffs. it's like, okay, who are guys you might want to bring in? Like, okay, Kevin Love. And it's <laughs> like, Kevin Love and Giannis would actually be pretty good, or a pretty good pairing, I think, but it's still oh. like, but you already have Brooke Lopez. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like they have, but, uh, that but that's what I mean. Guy. To get yeah. to Kevin Love's number, you have to trade Brooke Lopez and, <laughs> Eric Bledsoe, right. and it's like you're trading two starters for a marginally better starter. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a hard. I don't they're know. They're kind of locked in a lot. There's you can shuffle the pieces, but now it's yeah. I mean, you just want part of it is like I wonder if 
they should just be playing guys like DJ Wilson and Sterling Brown more. I mean, or is the answer actually trading Chris Middleton? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know what they should do, but they've hit a wall. Like yeah. this is this is for sure a wall. I mean, do you do you fire coach Bud? I don't know. It's hard to say. Like like they've still been this is still like I mean, how many games did they win this year? Like 67 or something like that? Like I mean, not quite that many, but yeah, they were they were I think it was like the 14th best winning percentage in the last 20 something years. And they were on pace to have the best one ever before and then Giannis got hurt. And Yeah, they were like 50 and 5 at one yeah. point. Like I mean, do you chalk this up to um maybe they weren't focused because they had 3 months off and um uh also the police keep murdering people in their home state? Uh yeah. I don't the know. Lopez twins were really close to Disney World. And, yeah. You know, there's a lot of, <laughs> but, but it does seem like now, now part of this might just be that like Mike Budenholzer overachieves a lot in the mm-hmm. regular season, you know, and no knock for that. But also it seems like he has been beaten in a similar way a couple of years in the playoffs now. Um, all right, let's talk. Let's say goodbye Two uh, two teams we haven't got a chance to say oh, yeah. goodbye to. Yeah, yeah. The Jazz and the Thunder. Sean, are there any things you want to say before the Jazz and the Thunder leave your lives forever? Um, I have to say, and I, I feel like I was proven wrong about Donovan Mitchell, who I didn't think was bad, but Donovan Mitchell uh, – exceeded my expectations and my evaluations of them. So congratulations, Donovan Mitchell. And at the same time, there might not be another team that I'm happier to see blow a 3-1 lead. <laughs> um, and it was it was so weird because they were getting beaten so badly in the first half of that game and then essentially had a shot to win it um, with one of the NBA's like weirdly most likable successes and yet like uh, cursed players with Mike Conley taking that final shot and missing it. It was like it was like if he made that basket, he'd retroactively be added to a couple of all-star teams mm-hmm. and it clanked out. You know I what? Mean, it even went down a little bit too. I just realized what the Bucks should do. Oh yeah, what's up? They should trade Giannis <laughs> for Michael Porter Jr. and uh-huh. Bull Bull. Oh my and god! And just build your team around those fucking those two jerk weirdo. ass weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if you were Giannis, where would you play? Where would you want to go? Honestly, Denver or Dallas. Denver, yeah, at Denver. I mean, Dallas would be amazing. And you could kind of like trading Chris Stops back is a little bit reasonable, but mm. I mean, I mean, nothing's reasonable in a trade for Giannis, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr. Bull Bull. Uh, I will say the protected Rockets. Pick we're going to and... hear a lot about the Warriors trading for him. Yeah, and... and I'm going to sound like a weird dick for saying this, but 
I don't want him. <laughs> like, obviously, I have a real good time watching Giannis and Steph Curry play basketball. Yeah. But I don't want to root for the Yankees. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me root for the Spurs. I just want to see Curry and, and Green and Clay just retire gracefully uh-huh. with these weird picks. I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> Well, like it's it's nice to see them fight and win. Yes, like that was it was a very enjoyable playoff run last year. Um, even even though it ended in uh, just a wreckage of blood and tendons, but uh, and, I mean, it would be also like I don't look if they bring. I just in Giannis, don't want to. I don't want <laughs> if they bring in Giannis. Just imagine. The shit Steve Kerr's gonna say about Giannis while forgetting about uh, Steph Curry being good. (laughs) The Under Under Armour stock is gonna plunge again. Um, But also it means they'd they'd lose Draymond. Or Clay. Or, yeah, I mean, it's probably Draymond though, right? I mean... I don't know if you're the Bucks and you're like, look, you can't sign him in free agency next year. Right, right. Like, give us Clay Thompson. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if Joe Lacob says no to that, dude. Uh. Um, that's what I would do if I were running the Bucks and Giannis demanded a trade. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you're like, give me a lot of stuff because... There's no way we can like, really win this trade. So yeah, I'd be like, I want all of. I'd want. I want the second pick. I want that Minnesota pick. I want uh, the farthest pick down the line, unprotected, uh-huh. that you can give right. me. Mm-hmm. And I want Clay Thompson and Eric Pascal. Give me literally everything you have that is even semi enticing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, look, look, Paul George got like six draft picks. Yeah. Shea Jones Alexander and Danilo Gallinari last year. Giannis better should get at least that much. <laughs> I mean, is that crazy to say? I mean, that but he's worth more. If than he's Paul demanding George? a trade, no, uh, yes, because like, yeah, yeah, that's it's a little more. Le- There's not the leverage of like one team needs to trade for you, right? The, yeah, except the if they were talking to the Warriors, they actually would have that leverage because again the warriors are capped out into eternity like they're not taking andrew wiggins um i mean i could see coach bud thinking (laughs) changing look if we just play him 23 minutes a game oh i gotta say goodbye to the jazz and thunder oh yeah sorry sorry Um, Sorry, yeah who are you gonna miss with oh i'm so i'm so sorry i'm so sorry no i'm gonna combine them together oh okay okay uh Goodbye, Jazz and Thunder. Uh, I'm so sorry. All of those white dudes in polos foaming at the mouth are upset over <laughs> basketball instead of blue lives not mattering or whatever. <laughs> um, Your I'm faces gonna... were going to be red, and I'm sorry they're red about basketball at the moment. <laughs> um, oh, and I'm going to miss the Thunder just because... I don't know if we're ever going to get such a strange trio as Dennis Schroeder, Stephen Adams, and Danilo Gallinari playing in Oklahoma City again. Uh, it truly is. What was that terrible movie the Flaming Lips made about, like, Christmas on Mars or whatever? It's I think like it's that. Called, it might be, yeah. <laughs> 
It's the basketball equivalent to that. All right. Um, should we go straight to Billy Donovan after this? I was going to say, dude, should we just go straight to Brooke and Robin? Oh, yeah, maybe we should just do that. I don't really We can care. talk about Billy Donovan and uh, the Newell House uh, falling in love in the bubble later. <laughs> yeah. He found love in a ho- hopeless place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, let's let's go to Brooke and Robin. You're right. Um, I mean, unless do you want to mention? Do you want to talk about Steve Nash? We that one is actually probably sort of yeah. Time let's sensitive. talk about it briefly. Um, J- J- Steve Nash got kidded. He's uh he's going straight from from being a point guard, uh, notable for his time with the Phoenix Suns, to being the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh huh. Uh, I would say that he is the first coach that I can remember who talked about his white privilege. Mm-hmm. He's also his... the first coach I can remember who, since he retired, has shown almost zero interest in basketball and almost 100% interest in soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. Like, You think he and Sean Marks are just going to be talking about other sports all the time? <laughs> Uh, it was refreshing to see a man who was born in South Africa talk about white privilege, though. Uh-huh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he and Elon Musk, uh, yeah. South Africa's favorite son. You know what? I think Steve Nash is the opposite of Elon Musk, like, in everything. <laughs> like, actual, actual... No. Go, ahead. go ahead, sorry. No, 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 no. go ahead. I was going to say, you don't think Steve Nash could pull Grimes? <laughs> I just mean like uh uh not a blowhard uh-huh. uh like an actual innovator in something <laughs> um, uh, yeah like like he didn't he didn't just get like a lot of government grants yeah. to run a fast offense why everyone likes him uh-huh. um, <laughs> never see he definitely never seen the pickle Rick episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> I can't remember uh I can't remember a single time that uh Steve Nash called anyone a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Here's here's a question. Uh so Dave Matthews of the DMB, Dave Matthews band also born in South, South Africa. <laughs> Is he the direct middle between Elon Musk and Steve Nash? <laughs> I mean, like, Dave Matthews, I don't know. I mean, like, the worst thing I've heard about Dave Matthews is that uh, uh, his, his boat dumped, yeah, dumped his all that. Bus his bus dumped, dumped a bunch of shit on that boat, boat full of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, then that, he seems fine, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's his no, no, music's no, right, obnoxious. Yeah. Like, I just... Look, this seems he like... He was in I'm an being, Adam Sandler movie, that's yeah, like... he's been in several Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> um... I, I guarantee you that Adam Sandler does not listen to Dave Matthews. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it sounds like I'm being pro Steve Nash here. Uh, I'm not really. Uh, this kind of sucks. <laughs> like, and- Nate McMillan gets fired for no reason, and then the next day, Steve Nash gets hired. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird... It seems like not maybe the higher you make if you're like, we are ready to compete right now. But at the same time, I do understand how it is. Uh, it is different. Like, like he is 
I mean, yes, he's white, <laughs> but also, uh, and yes, he jumped the line. Absolutely. He, jumped, he did and jump the line. Also. Yes. NBA hire more black coaches. Yeah. It's like, weird. It's like, what is it? 20% of the league. It's fucked up. Yes. Uh, the the difference in Steve Nash though is he is also a giant superstar who everyone thought would be a coach. Well, you know what I mean. Also, like this is more importantly, Kevin Durant told them to hire him. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's, that that's is, what it comes down that to. So, like, is exactly. So and all look, of the objections people would are raising I are be listening? Valid. Would I be listening to Kevin Gar- <laughs> Durant? Uh, no, <laughs> um, no. Well, and I would just be. But at the same but time, I would I'd, be listening to Kyrie. I'd hire whoever Kyrie told Kyrie, me to. Yeah, <laughs> Who do you think Kyrie wants to be his coach? Because I don't think it's it might be Steve Nash, but I don't think so. I think he's probably indifferent to Steve Nash. Yeah, maybe like I'm trying to think who it would be that he would want to be his coach. Bootsy Collins. I was I was gonna say like <laughs> I was gonna say like maybe Tiesto. <laughs> Uh, like a like a DJ. Um, I wonder. I wonder if he was like I would want uh, Ralph Nader to coach the team. Because <laughs> we're going to be unsafe at any speed. Yeah. I read that letter he wrote. <laughs> trying to think who he might. W- what if it was? Um, what is that guy's name? Doctor. Um, who's the? Ho- um, I can't remember. Cool Keith. Would cool want- Keith would be a good choice. Yeah. Cool Keith would be a good choice. Um, Dr. Octagon? Doctor, yeah, no, no, he would hire Cool Keith, but only Dr. Octagon. <laughs> what if his coaching tech was Dr. Octagon and uh, MF Doom? <laughs> well, MF Doom would have to come back to America, and that's, that's not That's true. Happening. He's not coming back, is he? <laughs> Uh, yeah, what if it was just, what if it was just like a lot of yeah. um Hire like Bobby, Bobby Digital? Digital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that's who you want. Bobby Digital. What if he wanted like uh Dame Dash? Mm, I <laughs> I don't think he would pick Dame Dash. I don't Dash. think he'd pick Dame Dash. That's not weird enough, you know? It's like uh Yeah. <laughs> Kyrie wants like uh that cartoon the the car- <laughs> uh the, the 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 cartoon rapper from Gorillas is what, what about he wants. T- would he would he maybe pick Tom Steyer? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think he would pick Marianne Williamson. Yeah, Marianne that's okay, that's who I think they should have had coach the Nets. And they should hire her as a consultant. <laughs> um all right, uh Anyway, hire more black coaches. That's that's our line. And uh Chauncey Billups, someone hire Chauncey Billups. That was dude, Chauncey Billups sh- such a smart move. The second that happened, uh Steve Nash getting hired, Chauncey Billups starting to leak that he wants to be a coach. Yeah. Such a I mean, smart like, move. <laughs> right. Well, he, the the Cavs almost hired him as the GM, but they just didn't offer him much money, he right? They didn't offer him enough money, yeah. <laughs> I was I always wonder if Kenny Smith has really been close to getting front office jobs, or if he's interested. Or I just wonder if they can match his TNT money. But, uh, hmm. Um, if I were Kenny Smith, I wouldn't want to be a coach. No, not, not now. Maybe, like, <laughs> ten years ago. But the, you're, you have the best job, like... Um, 
Yeah, he doesn't. He's, he has nothing to prove, man. He's it's it's better to be graded inside the NBA to maybe be okay as a GM. Yeah. Also, like that's like it's just it's it's yeah it's why why would you want that? But yeah, Chauncey, uh, the Pacers have such a weird list of coaching candidates right now. We've got we've got uh, Chauncey Billups, Becky uh, Hammond, uh, Becky Hammond. Yeah. Obviously, they want to hire Mike D'Antoni, but he's. <laughs> he's still employed right now. Uh, he can't I don't even keep his players from uh, fucking in the bubble. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. D'Antoni's like, I played in Italy. I, I can't. <laughs> I could say I disapprove, but I'd be lying, baby. I was thinking about yeah, like, how... You saw my mustache. Okay, we should talk about that real quick, now that I brought it up. Yeah. I Daniel House. D- Daniel? Daniel? It's just Daniel. It's just Daniel? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Why is it spelled that way then? Um, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, well, his father's but, name is Daniel. But so. it also fucks me. It also always fucks me up. Yeah. Uh, missed game three is going to miss game four. And Woj tweeted tonight that it was because he had a woman in his, an unapproved woman in his room. <laughs> well, he didn't say that, right? He said some, a person, but it, was obviously yeah, and for about a day there have been rumors about him being with someone in uh, in the bubble that was not his wife or girlfriend. And but he, he is, does he is not also have not a wife. We need there. to make it clear he does not have a wife. Yeah. And um, um here's the thing. Uh-huh. Uh I only brought it up because you brought up Dan and Tony. There's yeah. no way Dan Tony uh likes this at all. He no. he wants him to play. But Dar- sexless Daryl Morey <laughs> and the NBA creeps it be really getting in the way here. And you know what the real problem here, though, is uh-huh. uh, the bubble's too long. It's too long, man. He's, it's a real long time to ask. Let him live. Yeah. He's 27, yeah. baby. Like, he's he's only got so much time. And also, like, really, is it that big a deal? And here's what is I'm it really that for. big a deal? You're suspending somebody for the second round of the playoffs for getting laid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is that where we are in this country right now? Yeah, it's uh, just like it's a bunch of it's a bunch of insults. Just because, <laughs> just because some of the top tier of NBA writers brag about their <laughs> years of consecutive celibacy, don't impose those weird incel values on the players. You know what I mean? And here's here's what I'm saying right now. And I, you know what? I'm going to make this an official round ball rock decree. Uh-huh. Uh, the greatest thing on earth that could happen, and it, I really hope it happens, is I hope Daniel House marries whoever this woman is. I think so, too. And just throws it in the face of all these yeah. prudish assholes. Yeah, we, you... <laughs> or a man! It might have been a man. We're assuming it's a woman. It might have been a man. If it's a man, marry him. Who cares? But yeah, that's marry, what we want. Marry this partner. Rub it in their faces. Yeah. In fact, I'm sure one of the if the Lopez if the Lopez's haven't left, I'm sure one of them is uh uh has a marriage license from a Unitarian church they got on the internet. Get married right now, and then just say, "Hey, this is my wife. <laughs> you mm-hmm. can't suspend She's- me." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You sign sign She's a prenup. She's my plus one. I you said I could bring family. Here we go. This is my family. Who on the Rockets do you think is the most likely to be a licensed minister? On the Rockets, yeah. Um, Robert Covington. 
I think it might be Tyson Chandler. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> but also, I kind of think Mike D'Antoni is probably a less. Yeah. Minister. Oh, for sure. And I do think Daryl Morey is somewhat sensual. It's just in such an unpredictable way. It's really hard to tell. But yeah, like, okay. Yeah, he's like what? theater kid massage circle sensual, though. It's yeah, like, that, that's, that's it's like it unchecked weird hormones, not yes. like <laughs> adult. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet Daryl Morey gives a really good shoulder rub. Though. All right. Anyway. Daryl Morey, come on. Uh, do, you think, do you think LeBron somehow ratted him out? Oh, excellent question. No, I don't think LeBron knows who Daniel House is. (laughs) I think we've reached the point in LeBron's career where there are guys in the league. He just does not know who they are. Yeah, but he's got a photographic memory, so it haunts him. He's like remembering the play and he's like, who? Ah, Like he can't forget, but he doesn't know their names. And what are the chances LeBron knows who Lugans Dort is? low right <laughs> he's just like yeah they've got that that thick athletic rookie yeah he's like he's like you know um uh oklahoma city uh Ojale. yeah like, <laughs> yeah exactly he doesn't know Ojale is though either. No, no, no. <laughs> i just wonder if he's like it, at this point he's not even like thinking about names as much as everybody's just like a polygon with tendencies yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah yeah um uh, the NBA moved the draft to November 18th. Sean, how do you feel about that? I'm, I wish it was sooner. Me too. <laughs> but, but I guess like, it, it just, it's just like every time they push it back, it's like, oh, the season's not going to start for longer. But it's also like, oh, basketball's just never going to, it's like both never ending, but also never starting. Yeah, it's like, and also just the idea that they want to do more Zoom interviews with these guys, it's just asinine. And like. like Dude, like, what are you doing? NBA 2K21 came out last week, Sean. Uh-huh. And if you go to start today, it goes unavailable. Let us uh, come back when the 2021 NBA season starts. Oh, that's terrible. So if you start a My League mode, it pretends that this season never happened. So it's like there's no free agents and then no draft class. It's just like the Warriors have the roster they had when it stopped, and then they have this year's draft pick, and then the next year's pick is still the Timberwolves' next year's pick. But it really fucks (laughs) it up because when you you sim the season and go to free agency, it's a double free agent class. Ah, that's terrible. And, And that won't change for three months. Yeah. For three months, you just can't really play the game the yeah. way you want to. Yeah, so I Sucks. wasted $70. Thanks, NBA 2K. <laughs> I think Daryl Morey should give you $35. I agree. Um, all right. Daryl Morey, give me $35. <laughs> um, all right. Look, everyone knows... That we have podcasts within a podcast, and uh, we're lucky we have celebrity a celebrity podcast within a podcast. Um, and Disney released a new big movie this week, uh, so it's once again time to visit Brooke and Robin Lopez at the movies. Brooke and Robin Lopez at the movies, twin brothers in who and fandom. 
DC vs Marvel Offense vs Defense Nerds who are jocks Post-ops vs hard screens Jocks who are nerds Kane vs Abel The Snyder Cut Take it away Brooke Or Robin I'm not really sure who is who Hey Robin Hey Brooke How are you doing? Not that great to be honest I'm kind of freaking bummed Yeah I I'm pretty bummed too But I just want to say right off the bat Um Robin I made an all defensive team What? Yeah, I made second team all defense and also got votes for defensive player of the year. That's so weird. I can't believe I thought you would get votes for doofus player of the year. Hey, I'm just kidding. Congratulations on finally picking up on the value of defense. The most important part of basketball. But it's I, I don't even know who I am anymore. It's really weird. I I see you and you're boxing out and you're blocking shots instead of putting in shots. Mm-hmm. What happened to you? I don't know. Do you have a traumatic moment? I think maybe, Robin, do you remember a couple of years ago when you led the NBA in offensive rating? Yeah, that was so weird. I kind of feel like I would passed out for half that season. Did we freaky Friday? Happened. And it's just oh, no. It's like it's and it's like delayed. And I you Let's, finally have taken over my body. Oh my gosh! Remember when we were both touching the old Abe Lincoln head from the Hall of Presidents that we mm-hmm. bought from that shady Disneyland merch? Yeah. We got friggin' Freaky Friday. Oh no, you're me and I'm you. I'm you and you're me. Uh, you know, I think this is more of a classic Haley Mills Freaky Friday and less of oh, a low yeah. hand Freaky Friday, though. No, it's not so much of a low hand. She also has that weird low voice. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. It's lower this than mine. Cla- this is a classic Mills water ski type event. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that might explain why everything was so freaking weird in the bubble. It was so I, weird. I have to say, look, I'm a little disappointed that the, my, that the Milwaukee Bucks did not reach the apex of NBA basketball, the conference finals, mm-hmm. the furthest any team can get, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I've never even mu- been there. Wait, really? No, you were there oh, last year. Oh, I was there year, last right? year. Sorry. Yeah. No. And I was there in 2010 mm-hmm. with the amazing Phoenix Suns and my greatest nemesis of all, the gorilla. Yeah. The only gorillas that I like are Mighty Joe Young mm-hmm. and Ed the Pitcher. Oh, and... And the gray gorilla from Congo that's good and not aggressive. I don't like those aggressive gorillas. No, I don't like it at all. But I'm most disappointed because we were going to be able to bring a partner to Disney World. This was my dream broker. I know that you have a house on the property, mm-hmm. but it's I'm never been. Now. I've never had the best kind of work-life balance that I had in the bubble. Basketball in the day. 
Disney by night. Movies all morning. Mm-hmm. Speaking. Telling people about D- Disney trivia in front of an empty DJ booth. I mean, a DJ booth with four DJs and no friggin' people there. So I just told the DJ facts about the Swiss Family Robinson movie. Which one? Uh, the 1957 one, duh. Yeah, that's the best one. Um, I, did you watch Mulan? Yeah, I did. Well, as you know, um, I am a platinum Disney Plus member. Mm-hmm. So I actually got it a day before you could even order it. And I watched it, and you and I wanted to watch it separately, right? Yeah. Because Mulan is clearly. One of my favorite of the uh, late period hand-drawn Disney classics. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good one. Um, But I wasn't really feeling in the mood being around you because the last couple of months have been so hard. Well, yeah, with, it's... Uh, the Wildcat Strike. We were Wildcat Strike, that was crazy. Being at Disney World, but not being allowed to go to Disney World. Oh, I hated it. Oh, it's the worst. I was going to break out. Coach Bud not listening to me when I said that maybe uh, I could try not, uh, like, that my feet can leave the paint on defense. Yeah, and also, uh, how tired did he think you were? I don't know. He He kept trying to make you take naps in between the games. It was really weird. He just called me. He just called me and told me to take a break now. That's really weird. He kept trying to get me to sing your freaking lullabies on the bench. Yeah. And then, of course, the freak got hurt. That was really sad. He's one of my favorite guys. Um, Brooke, He's my second favorite, third favorite freak. Who's your favorite freak? Freakazoid. Who's your second favorite freak? Giannis. Wait, I thought he was your, who's your I third favorite mind. freak? Who's your third favorite freak? The mind freak, Chris Angel. Oh, he's my favorite freak. No, um, but now that the Bucks have been you eliminated. Who my least favorite freak is? Who? You, you idiot. Oh, hey. Well, Brooke, now that the bugs have been eliminated, is it safe to reveal how Giannis actually hurt his ankle? Yeah. We were doing a wrestling warm-up, and I got a little bit carried away with myself. And, well, I actually started doing real wrestling moves instead of fake wrestling moves. And I put his ankle in an ankle bar. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, friggin' tap out. You got to friggin' tap out, you Greek freak. But he didn't really understand what tap out meant because mm-hmm. it's an idiom. That ankle snapped like a Twizzler. Mm-hmm. He was a good buddy and he pretended to get hurt on the court. But, uh. Is that you know, why you played zero minutes? Yeah, I was hiding out because I thought they'd be able to identify my DNA on his sneakers. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, I'd been eating a lot of cotton candy, and it was pretty obvious on that ankle. Um, But also, 
That was the reason why the GM said that we couldn't watch Mulan together. It's because I tend to get rowdy when I see scenes. It's not so much with cartoon violence, but live action violence. I like to act it out while it's happening. It's true. You do. And when I ran up a wall, I put my foot through uh, the recreation room. I actually ruined one of the the karaoke stations with my big old foot. Luckily, though, on the plus side, that's just going to give more of a chance for Disney's Imagineers to reimagine the karaoke room. Oh, that's a a good idea. I mean, we want... Look, I'm glad that... It's why I break something every time I go there. You know, I don't always do it on purpose. I I want to make sure that they, you know have things to imagine it's true there's a lot of imagination that's lacking especially in our coaching staff hey don't go easy on my friend coach bud he just texted me and told me to drink some warm milk that's pretty good he texted me and he said get ready we're gonna need you in the finals in 2021 I'm not actually under contract anymore, Brooke. Oh. Where are you going to go? Free agent. Uh, I kind of like staying here in Milwaukee. Mm. I might try to go to the Clippers because it's near Disneyland. But also, I'm thinking of signing with a real dark horse candidate, by which I mean Black Beauty. All right. We need to talk about Mulan. Um, Even though I'm so depressed. First off. Robin, how many times have you bought Mulan through Disney Plus? Uh, five so far. I got you beat. Buddy. I loved it. I how got many? you beat. Seventeen. Wow. Um. Well, and I paid forty four k. So I spent four well, k. Yeah, I I also got it in four k, but I was also doing my rewatch of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. The child. You're a child, but not I'm cute. kind of a child. Well, no. I'm more of an adult Yoda figure. Mm-hmm. Wise and tough. Mm-hmm. Um, But I loved it. I really identified with Force Ghost. Because that's basically wow. your role on the bench on the Bucks. Hey, I said a lot of good screens. They should have let me you in just, that game. You I just stand on I, the side in a blue haze dancing around. Yeah, well, I would have shut down Bam Adebayo if they'd just let me in that game. You'll see. How? Uh, I would have gotten in his way. I would have set good screens. I would have blocked out. No, but would how would I down. see? I'm. I was on. I would got defensive player of the year votes, and I didn't. I couldn't stop him. Yeah, well, you know what else got a lot of votes? What? That friggin' best picture movie that was just a bunch of uh, triplets of Belleville. Come on. Yeah. We're you, twins. You, if there were twins of Belleville, I would have barely tolerated with it. As it was, no thank you, Belleville. No thank you, triplets. You do hate that movie. I hate it so much, Brooke. It really just makes me angry. Possibly because it was made in another country that I didn't really understand. But also, 
I really identified with Mulan because of how my life has been recently, mm-hmm. Brooke. Well, how you know, so? Well, you know how Mulan's father is, is elderly and he gets drafted into the army mm-hmm. to fight against Bori Khan for the emperor? Mm-hmm. Well, this year in the bubble, I had to disguise myself as a person who tolerates mascots for that commercial. Yeah, you did. How did and you the, do it? Well, the whole time I was doing it, I just thought I was doing it for the common cause. But then I realized I had to be true to myself. So at the end of that commercial shoot, mm-hmm. I tried to, I reverse tracked all those zoom signals for those mascots. Mm-hmm. And I left flaming bags of poop on their porches. How'd you and do I, that from the bubble? I doorbell ditched them. How'd you do that from the bubble? I put myself in an actual disguise as a female Chinese warrior. I might be canceled, Brooke. It was cosplay. It, it's it's okay if it's cosplay, right? Oh, I guess it is. It was Disney pounding. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. All right, that's cool. You love cosplay too, right? Yeah, of course. What did you think of Mulan? I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It was a rip-roaring adventure. It Nothing was, like a rip-roarer. It was just like the cartoon, like shot for shot. I loved every minute of it. It's one of my favorite cartoons. I love swords. I love romance. I love singing. I love battles. I love China. The only thing I missed, that dragon. That dragon wasn't there, but they did have a transmogrifying witch. Mm-hmm. You know who that reminded me of? Who? Jimmy Butler, he was doing it all on the court. Oh, you're going to bum me out if you keep bringing up the heat. I know you didn't play, but like, it was really hard, man. There was just no winning. Yeah, it was really difficult when um, I got really confused at first because they had that guy named Hero who was unstoppable. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought it was Big Hero 6. I gotta say, Tyler Hero is like the name of like an anime you'd watch of on Crunchyroll.com. I have watched it on Crunchyroll.com. He can turn into a jaguar. It's incredible. He's, so, he's shifty, much like that young rookie. But in crunch time... That Jaguar rolls up in a ball, and this Tyler Hero did not. He kind of did, though. He kind of did roll. He, I mean, he drew a lot of contact, too. He really he really embarrassed our, our man Dante. That was kind of difficult. It was tough for Dante. I think it's tough to play defense when you have red hair, because you're already so defensive all the time. Who's your favorite red-headed Disney character? Let's say it on three. One, two, three. Girl Ariel. from Brave. What? Oh, wow. I just love an archer. I don't know, man. I prefer hand-drawn animation because I have highbrow tastes. That's a good point. I just, I'm a big fan of Kelly McDonald's voice work. All right, Brooke. She's the founder of McDonald's, right? Yeah. She is. Okay. Brave okay. is about yeah. Brave is about the invention of the Happy Meal. Mm-hmm. It's Scottish. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. I wanted to tell you. Um. 
How did you like the the arena in the bubble? Uh, it was weird. Yeah, I was hoping that next year will feature a live action reboot reboot of the crowd. Yeah, that's a good idea. Except they also, should also add. It was at here's what I didn't like about it. We're at Disneyland, right? Yeah. Like, what's with all the screens? Where are we? Universal Studios? Get some (laughs) animatronics in the crowd. I want the country bears to watch me jam. Why aren't they there? They're not busy. Country bears can't spread the virus. Yeah. What about I know I kissed one on the mouth. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Was it better than kissing a city bear? Yeah, of course. Those country bears know how to do it. That's true. They they start them young. Uh, my other question is, why couldn't you have just a really large screen displaying the journey on Star Tours, either the original or the modified second version? Mm-hmm. Also, a That great would be point. a great experience for everyone. Yeah, Star Tours was going on in the back and basketball in the front. Mm-hmm. My ideal, my ideal night. Yeah, I had a haircut like that once. Basketball in the front, Star Tours in the back. Yeah, it was more, more Phantom Menace in the back. Yeah, I looked like I'd been attacked by a clone or two. Luckily, my hair is so ridiculously curly, it grew back in two days. Yeah, I maintain this thing with a weed whacker these days. It's out of control, Brooke. Robin, I'm depressed. I am too. I mean, I do get to go back and see my girlfriend, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I guess. My dog that looks like a Muppet. Look, Brooke, I got one thing that might make it worth your while to be out of the bubble again. What? The movie Tenet. (gasps) Is it out? I don't know if it's out yet. I'm just excited. I've been watching that trailer. And then sometimes I watch the trailer backwards because they think it might be a clue and it might get me in more of a tenant headspace. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Wait for tenant. I can't wait for tenant either. All right. On, on three, let's say it together. Let's use our twin powers. Maybe if we yell it loud enough, they'll uh-huh. hear it and they'll release it. Okay. All right. One, two, Three. I can't wait for Tenet Cut. Oh, sorry. Wait, let me do it again. Sorry, I started thinking about the Snyder Cut, and I got really excited. Okay. One, two, three. I can't wait for Tenet. Oh, I guess I was pretty close. It was also. What if there was a Snyder Cut of Tenet? Oh my God! It would be like seven days long. That's better than an NBA title. Yeah, you're right. All right. Let's go. Um, do you want to hop on Animal Crossing in a couple of minutes and visit yeah, my abs- island? Yeah, but you got to visit my island next. Okay, yeah, we can do that. All right, let's do it. See you on the crossing, bro. All right, bye. You know, they didn't fight this time. It was kind of sweet. They were, they were, they, they, I think they're like too sad to fight. Mm-hmm. But also, maybe Robin is just fighting himself too much while watching Mulan. It I'm not seemed sure. like Brooke was really—he was bummed. Yeah. <laughs>
didn't seem like things affected uh, Ro- uh, Robin at all, though. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't really seem to care. Like, I guess if he's not in the game, he's he's not really that much of a team player. All right. Um, Sean, I think that's our episode. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was. I, it's, I feel bad for those guys. But you know what? They'll be, it gives them more time to review movies for us. Uh oh man, I just we've got an all-time classic Frankie Muniz tweet today. I just found <laughs> it. All right, uh Sean, anything you want to plug? Uh check out roundballrock.net. Yeah, that's what you should check out. Um again, check out uh basketball's Patreon uh cuz we're doing trivia over there. Um <laughs> oh, As yeah. for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz where September 8th I tweeted, today was a rough one that ended with me somehow running my phone over with my truck. My poor at Motorola US hashtag loose basketball short pockets. Loose basketball short pockets. He draw- I mean, only this is like literally only Frankie can uh-huh. have this happen. Yeah. <sighs> my God. Uh. Did you write a song, Sean? I did. I did one. This is this is one uh, a collaboration with the great Peaches, mm-hmm. and it's called "Bucks the Pain Away." Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Uh, let's all watch Mulan. I guess. I am. I guess. I guess they did. They didn't even really watch Mulan. I don't, I don't think they did. They think they were. Let's pretending. all use our twin power to make Tenet come out. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Choking in the playoffs like they always do. Falling through all the time like Jim Kelly. Check out this dude Bledsoe, he makes a ton of dough. Crunch timing's a real dud. What else is in the methods of Coach Bud? 4-1. Ricking all the three balls like a Rockets team. Mocking me off the bench while Dante Lopez is riding the pine. He's still resting his guys. It's a fun nomination. Fans have no patience for these rotations. Four, one, two, white, two, old, two, white, two, old. Ladies and gentlemen, on the hi-hat, Kyle Corver. G-I-A-N-N-I-S Brooke Lopez Yeah, he's depressed G-I-A-N-N-I-S The Bucks offense Well, it's a mess G-I-A-N-N-I-S No postseason success 
Choking in the playoffs like they always do. Falling through all the time like Jim Kelly. Check out this duplex so he makes a ton of dough. Touch time, he's a real dud. What else is in the methods of the code bug? Four, one. Bust the pain away. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.